We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Was the podcast before Christmas, and all through the town, the trees and the lights and the shoppers abound. Corey and Rando have monitors aglow to see if their models predict Christmas snow. The people are asking, will Christmas be white? In hopes that Starndar would say, it might. One way to find out, the models would proclaim, so they got on their computers and they called them by name. Now Euro, Canadian, GFS, and NAM, give us a forecast and not just a sham. But each one was different, causing Stormdar much stress. But we're not gonna hype, they both said with finesse. A white Christmas for all? Is it gonna snow? The podcast before Christmas just might let you know. Hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 149. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And this is our special Christmas podcast. So uh, Christmas is right around the corner. We're recording this on uh, Wednesday, December 23rd, Christmas Eve of Eve. So y'all got all your... Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah. Got your Christmas shopping done? Um, Absolutely sure. not. <laughs> I think we do. Well, almost. We're for the most part. We've got like a couple little odds and ends to. Yeah. We got to wrap. We haven't wrapped anything. Oh gosh. Now I'm I'm done. I I pretty much done last week. So I set up my little tree and. Do you have seven children to buy for? That's that's the thing. I do not have seven children. <laughs> It's and a, to make sure you spend equal amount and all that good stuff yeah, on them. Well, that, yeah, that's the, yeah, right. Oh, man. Seven children I mean, and their girlfriends. And, and Well, five yeah. children. We have five children and <laughs> two two girlfriends. Right. <laughs> I love it. No, we I, actually stopped buying for each other years ago. We made it a deal that we would, like, try to do something for each other or, like, together. Like... Yeah. You know, like if we need a new piece of furniture for the house or something, then we would go together. Or if we wanted to take a weekend together and go somewhere instead of trying to buy each other stuff. and That, that makes Cause sense. Because she's all sense. I need. Aww. Oh, please. Yeah, he breaks <laughs> the rule every year and usually ends up getting me something and making me look stupid. Diamonds? No. no. He'll just usually get me no, something small. I've never done that. Well... 
I'm just saying that's not the typical. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes, he got me a new diamond ring last year, but oh, that was not the usual. That was the that that was the COVID diamond. Um. <laughs> I am that I am that cheapskate, and like I don't want money spent on myself. Like I want to spend all the money on the kids. And then when I get something, it's like I think of all the bills we could have paid with this money. <laughs> I know what you mean. Yeah, Karen and I were like that. We would never. I mean, when we first got married, we'd buy you know each other things. But after like a couple of years, like you know, yeah, eh, eh, whatever. I'm like, why did you spend this money? We've got bills to pay. Yes, we we could have bought another spider for Grayson and another. We could have bought groceries for a week. <laughs> Spiders are free in the backyard. What are you talking about? Yeah, we didn't buy the spider. He found it in the backyard. Oh, okay. Well, it's a free spider. Well, to he me, he doesn't catch them anymore. He wants to let them live and be free. Oh, so. good. Well, you know, in, in my opinion, they can live and be free outside. But if they're inside, right. they're dead spiders. So there you yeah. go. That's what I always told him. If I ever found it out of its cage, I was not gonna. <laughs> Get down and look to see if it was his spider. He's <laughs> just going to be dead. Good point. Great, 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 great point. Well, what did you guys do on Monday, the winter solstice? Happy winter. We're officially in winter. Do you all celebrate somehow? or? Well, I worked overnight Sunday night, so I slept for a few hours on Monday. Mm-hmm. And then we had a band concert that night, the junior high, and then it was oh, Grant's yeah. birthday. We had a baby. On the winter solstice, so not this year. Not this year, but no, no, I'm no, saying no. we celebrate. <laughs> we celebrate every year because it's our son's birthday every year. Well, I think you were still at work when we actually went through the solstice, four o two a.m. Oh yeah, around four. Yeah, so you did you feel it shift? Did you? Feel I totally. A shift I was in like, the... wait, wait, a second, hold it, uh-huh. and now. Oh wow! And we are in winter, full winter, astronomical winter. Uh, yeah, I didn't do anything, but the other you big slept. thing, yeah, yeah, really. I mean, the other big thing on the winter solstice, uh, not only being the shortest day of the year, it was the great conjunction. I think you, you posted a nice picture on the page there, didn't you, Corey? The conjunction. Uh, yeah, I don't know how nice it was, but I did snap a picture of the star or the planets or whatever you want to call them. Right. I'm not sure what people were expecting. I feel like a lot of people on Facebook were disappointed in. Well, I know because the they kept saying it was going to be this big old Christmas star with a big cross and stuff, and we're like, no. I seen some That's photoshopped images that actually had the cross uh, in the past couple of days that people are passing off as this is what I saw. It's like okay, yeah, but, uh, right, yeah, right. I'd like to invest in a telescope someday. You can they have telescopes that you can actually hook to your phone and. Uh, Tell, you just type in what you want to see and it'll go and it'll take a picture right on your phone. I'd, I'd like to invest in one of those someday. Really? Yeah. Oh, that would be cool. I'll have to ask the boss. Well, ask Santa. Yeah. Santa. Right? Yeah. So, Santa? Yeah, ask Santa. Right. <laughs> yeah, go ask Santa. There you Write go. Write him a letter. Yeah, go, go and ask Santa. <laughs> Let me know how that works out for you. Yeah, hmm. I mean, it wasn't really, I mean, the whole thing, I, let's see, Monday, yeah, Monday was my first official day off from work. We we uh, did shows up until last Saturday, and then we've got this whole week off, and of course, we go back doing shows on the 26th, so... 
Yeah, through through January. Back in the 2nd. day, I was always done by the twelfth or the fifteenth, you know, for Christmas. I remember when Branson, yeah, Branson would shut down after that second week because all the bus tours would stop. You know, you'd have right. these rogue shows that might stay open, but no, there was nothing open. And now some shows are going literally year round. Well, now sure. people—that's a big thing—is to come to Branson with your whole family on Christmas. Yeah, a lot of people do. I don't know about this year, but a lot of people do. Like people used to rent out whole cabins and spend. Christmas with the, in with the, with the with the extended family, yeah. right? Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, Ed, I mean, Walmart. You you were at Walmart earlier today, and you said it was nuts, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was pretty crazy, I and it was at, earlier on. I, I went to Walmart Monday at like eight o'clock in the morning, and it was crazy. Well, I got all my stuff done. I'm just staying. I, I'm a, I'm baking. I mean, my my Christmas, everybody is baking. So I had uh, the the I call them the cigarette girls. They work at a cigarette shop down the road. Uh, Elaine and Teresa found out Elaine listens to this podcast, so we need to give a shout out to Elaine. Yay! Hi, Elaine. <laughs> yeah. So she, when I went in there to deliver the cake the other day, she goes, "Did you make lemon cookies?" And, uh, and I'm like, how'd you know that? And so she listens to the podcast. So hopefully we'll bring her some good news. Uh, but mm-hmm. anyway, the Cigarette Girls, I brought them uh, a big chocolate cake. And then my chiropractor, Perilyn, um, at Tri Lakes, I always, every year I bake them a big old plate of Randy Doodles, which is my famous made-up chocolate cookie recipe, my bombs. And then that was just those two. Then yesterday I had a break. And then today I have to make... Uh, a whole big thing at dinner rolls. I've got to make a cherry pie because my stepdaughter loves cherry pie. And then tomorrow, I mean, it's another cake. I, I love it. Then you guys. You're one want- of the people that make us healthcare workers fat during the holidays. Nice. We will literally just have people show up every day with cookies and pies and baked goods and bags of goodies. <laughs> and- yeah. Did you all want a cake? Did you want me to make you a big old cake? No, we're good. You're good. Okay. Okay, because it's baking I can't week. Eat, I can't eat cake. He can't eat cake right now. My kids and do, and she does. We had birthday cake. We've actually had two oh. birthday cakes just in the last week. So you're caked out, basically. We're good. <laughs> we're good. Okay. And like I said, every every time I get to work, there's, um, and I don't know which troop it was, there was a Girl Scout troop that brought in, like, huge gift bags for full of snacks it was like and i mean just all kinds of people bring in stuff and we just eat and get fat during the holidays it's great i gotta give a shout out to brad i was at work on saturday and he said are you home yet i'm like no i'm at the show he left he brought goodies last year like peanut butter fudge and chocolate dipped pretzels and stuff. you remember that i got another one i'm so excited i have been chomping on that so brad thanks i'm going to be 600 pounds before uh, next week so give me a goal to get lose that weight next year but it's highly appreciated that's good stuff he had that uh oh what are the little chocolate covered cookies or i i don't know what they are they're just they just look good so i eat them <laughs> you know so yes tis the season you know people always i wonder say, if we should also thank his wife for those because is she the one who does the baking or well, is it actually brad and well i know the kids I think do it's too. a big family thing yeah like it's a whole family thing they uh, do together yeah i mean there's some cool the cookie mm, there was a couple of cookies there i told him i said i see two of them that's my favorite right there and I, they were uh, gone that night <laughs> i bet so, well, you know what? Why don't we talk about this wonderful spring-like weather we have? Well, 
I'll say had today. Oh my goodness. I walked out of work all bundled up this morning like I typically am at 7 in the morning because it's freezing. And I was like, oh my gosh, it's warm out here. Like I had to take my coat off. (laughs) Temperatures rose last night. It was in the 50s this morning. Yeah, and 60 down here. I got up at 9.15 and looked at our little station. It was 60 point something. 60 in the morning in December. (laughs) Like, okay. That's nuts. Yeah, and, and but of course we knew we had been advertising this a strong cold front's coming through, and this is typical when you have these powerful systems. If you think the the front, it, it, everything to the east side of the front is drawing up warm air, warm and moist air. Everything on the back side of the front is much colder. That's typically how these fronts work. So it's not highly unusual for this type of thing to happen and the wind advisory i mean we weren't in the wind advisory until when Corey? i mean was that early it was overnight around 3 30 4 a.m okay think. yeah well, i texted him on my way home from work and said that this wind is crazy because it was blowing me off the road but it also it blows those semis and it makes <sighs> yes. them kind of Come into your lane every once in a while. Yeah, it's those scary. high-profile vehicles are ew, so susceptible for these, and especially if it's crosswind. There's so many accidents on I-44 because people are going from Joplin to Springfield, and a lot of times, okay, for people who don't know, that's basically east-west. We'll say basically east-west. Well, a lot of times you get these strong south wind, and it's a crosswind at that point. And yeah, and you were going south on 65, right? Mm-hmm. And the winds were probably from the west. I think that's what they were doing. And, and wow. W- was this early, like, 7 this morning or something? It would have been about 7.30, 8 o'clock this morning. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's it's starting to calm down now. That front came through. Uh, and once the front came through, it uh, temperatures just started falling. I mean, I think our high today was, what, 63, I think, Corey? And uh, as soon as the front went through, I checked 10 minutes later, it said 56. So it just tanked. And right now, I mean, it's continuing to fall. I think it's 52. I think I'll have to check our little. 52.3, our highest wind gust today so far is 21.7. You go across town to our buddy Brad's weather station, his highest wind gust is 27.3. Ooh. Ooh. So. Yeah, yeah. It's a little out of the wind advisory criteria. I mean, they do plop the wind advisory, and I'm sure it's windy. But I don't remember Branson ever getting anything over 40. And usually that's kind of the cutoff. You get gusts over 40, you're going to get a wind advisory. And we're right on the edge, too. So Ozark County Mm -hmm. is not in it. So we were kind of, I think they just wanted to kind of include it because people are going to be out driving. And like Sherry just said, it's really an issue with the drivers in high-profile vehicles. So, uh, winds have... And further to the west, there's kind of a fire danger along with it, too. Oh, they had red flag warnings in southeast Kansas, didn't they? I didn't What's see that, that. They probably do. But I saw where they, they had elevated fire conditions in that area, uh, lower humidity and oh, higher gotcha. winds. Oh, okay. Yeah, I see it now. Oh, uh, western Kansas and western... Nebraska are in a high wind warning. You're talking gusts to 60. And then wow. there's a huge blizzard warning uh, northeast. Uh, I'm looking at the national map now. Northeast Nebraska all the way up into the southern three quarters of Minnesota and the northwestern half of uh, Iowa. Blizzard. 
It's not a lot of snow, but that high wind thing. And then wind, wind advisories all across Missouri, Illinois, Oklahoma. Yeah, it's very active wind event on this one. Uh, but eventually, th this is going to start winding down and tips, like I said, a thermal roller coaster. So tonight, the, the, the low is supposed to be about, I think the low 20s, 23 was the last I checked. And then tomorrow, Christmas Eve, sunny and cool. The high uh, is probably not going to get much above freezing. And it's just going to be cold. And with It's supposed to be. It's Christmas. Right. Yeah, well, Christmas, Christmas Eve is 30. Five, I think, and then, but Christmas Day, sunny, high in the 40s. So that's kind of normal for this time of year. Uh, but uh, like I just said, the thermal roller coaster Saturday, day after Christmas, boom, that temperature goes right back up into the mid 50s, and then that's for the weekend. Then Monday, bam, right back down to the 40s and 20s. You know, it is the season. This is into December, getting in January. We are officially in winter astronomical so we're gonna have these temperatures uh, i did uh, not the uh tomorrow's christmas eve we're recording this the day before tomorrow would be what we many consider as you know in the twas the night before christmas as the long winter's nap leading into christmas morning ah i'm looking at the temperature it's our low is 16 christmas eve night Heading into Christmas morning, it's going to be cold. It's really good. Yeah, teens. And we're talking yeah. air temp. We're not talking wind chill. No. You throw even some colder. Yeah, wind chill on that. Uh, I'm just going to check. Are, are you looking? I'm going to check something real quick. Uh, I'm not looking at wind chills. Uh, uh, yeah, there's, they're not saying. Let's see. Wind chill Thursday. Now, this is Thursday, tomorrow. Wind chill values as low as 11 to start out. and then Yeah, Chris I'm looking in. Northeast Oklahoma from uh, our buddy Travis Meyer at Channel 6, and he's posting Oklahoma wind chills, and they have Miami at 8, Tulsa at 8. Oh, so, yeah. man. Huh. It's a real t – now, all we need is some snow. We need – we keep saying we'd nah, like a white we Christmas. We got it. We already got it. We're, re we're, we're on the upswing, heading to spring. Heading to spring. <laughs> yeah, Corey's ready to go. He's like, yes. <laughs> but speaking of that, um, I got to tell you, it, we talk about models in eye candy and something – you know, Are you talking about my wife? Uh, no. Well, she's, uh -huh. well, she's, she's a different model kind of and an eye candy. Right. Okay. She, she's not weather eye candy. She's... I'm not buying you anything for Christmas. Stop kissing up. <laughs> I saw where that was going right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, but both. Actually, I put on, on the outline the GFS and the Canadian, but I need to add that the Icon, basically all of the models are wanting to bring in something big. Around the 29th, 30th, and 31st. Now, that's only a week. Like a new year or something? They're going to bring that in? Well, not only that. Uh, it doesn't look like snow at this point, but there's a lot of snow on the back. It looks like heavy rain potential and thunderstorms. The way these models are saying it, you it's know? a tight, wound, low-pressure system. But the Icon, the, uh, the Navgem doesn't really... Yeah, hit it quite yet, but the Icon, the Canadian, and the GFS, both the GFS and the Para, all have a low going up the same direction. They always have it coming up from middle uh, Oklahoma, central Oklahoma, into southeast Kansas, so we're on the right side, which would be the warm sector, 
and then that would be rain and thunder. They got yellows in there. They, it's just the radar is just, not radar. The 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 models are just lighting up. And I thought, well, okay, the GFS is showing out again. So I cross reference it with the Canadian. The Canadian is saying pretty much the same thing, except the Canadian is about six to twelve hours later than hmm. the GFS. So it's but it's all bringing that low up and on the northwest side of that like in central kansas dark blue just snow so this is a if this pans out this is going to be a pretty dynamic system and really something to watch so if models continue to do this i'm going to have to start putting a something to watch banner uh post out there we've had systems move through in december that are non-snow that caused a lot of damage and in the way of flooding in 2015 that was in december oh that was december Uh, okay yes and i want i I wonder and i don't have a way to cross-reference i wonder if that was a la nina year 2015 maybe i found out on the break yeah i'm just curious because we got, you know, 15 inches and everything flooded downtown and down to Forsyth. Wow. Uh, people were moving out, you know, in Hollister, and it, it was bad news. So, Well, I, I will say, though, that this, this system I'm talking about is pretty progressive. It's not going to last, like, more than 12 hours. Yeah. I mean, it, it, they're, they're, everything's in fast mode. But the, the 2015, that was just a multi-day, just kept raining, mm-hmm. kept raining event. It was nuts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we'll see. You know, we'll oh we'll have a podcast next week. I think we'll talk about if we're going to have a podcast next week or take a week off uh, on a break. So uh, that's something to watch for. Now we got a bunch of Christmas climatology. I, I sent a whole bunch of stuff I've collected throughout the uh, the past couple of years, and a lot of it pretty much says the same thing. But uh, the latest from the National Weather Service. The norm now this is Christmas Day climate and normals. So the high normal high on Christmas Day in Springfield is 43. So add kind of like 44 down here. Normal low is 23. The record high set back in 1889. That's a long time ago. Was 74. Yeah. Now we've I know we've had 70s in December before, but this is specific to Christmas Day this and, year. We've had 70s in December, earlier in December. Oh, that's right. We did. Yeah. Oh, that's right. It got up there. Because remember two weeks ago, I was doing the podcast outside. That's right. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, We set records. I think we set records on that one, too. I think so. Yeah, we did. But uh, on Christmas Day, the record low on Christmas Day, negative 10, set in 1983. I was out of uh, high school. I do remember that. Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Record daily precipitation, 1.47 inches in 1888. All this happened in 18, 1800s. That's wild. Mm-hmm. And how did they accurately... Same way. I mean, I don't know. Well, the guy checking a rain gauge. Yeah, back then, that's when they established the Weather Service. So they actually had records uh, back in 1888. They, they actually had the rain gauge. Oh, uh, okay. And record daily snowfall for Christmas Day... Uh, set back in 1892, again, three inches, back when we actually had snow on Christmas. So you got anything different over there? I'm just looking at different things. No, I was just thinking uh, back in 1888 when they were keeping records, I assumed that the National Weather Service had the same bandwidth plan as they do now. Oh. 
Yeah. That's well, a funny yeah. joke. <laughs> I know. Wah, 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 wah. I have to give because you one. Because they've been, we've had some issues this week with the weather service data uh, on their websites and different products just not coming through. I don't know if they're just bogged down or just too busy or if they're having server outages. Something's been up uh, with their websites. Yesterday we were having a problem uh, plotting out that wind advisor. Oh, it was awful. I I kept saying, do you have a different source to go through? I saw it. uh, KY3 had posted a graphic. It's like, oh, I got to go get that graphic. Not from KY3, but the National Weather Service because that's what we do. We disseminate disseminate what they do, and I couldn't even get into the National Weather Service. Yeah, All of them. I would go to Oklahoma. I click it. Nothing, and so I mean, I think it was it was nationwide. They were having probably some, so. some issues on that end. So I, I had no idea. Ooh, I have some, I have some trivia. Uh, it's the other Christmas Eve and day. So okay, so the last time snow fell on Christmas Eve was in 2013. We had flurries, and on Christmas Day was tenth of an inch in 2010. So last time snow was on the ground, Christmas Eve and Christmas Day was 2009. Uh, the most snow to fall on Christmas Eve was 5.1 inches in 2002. Do you remember that? I wasn't around here. 2002. Yeah. I don't know. I don't remember that. Well, and three inches in 1892. Now, I know you all were around for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was interesting. We were, in, just, we were in Joplin in 2002. 2002, we still lived in Joplin. I do remember getting a lot of snow that year, though, because we did go on a cruise that year. And I remember but we... But that was later. We I mean, had... That was earlier. Time. That was earlier in December. Well, I mean, like, it snowed, like, that whole time. Like, I remember we had a hard time. We got back, like, the week of Christmas, and it was still... Like, we had snow in front of our house, like, the whole week of Christmas. and. In 2002. Around 2000? Yeah. Uh, I don't oh, think nice. I think it was a different year. It, yeah. I think that was 2000. 2002, we... It could no, be. Web, Web think, City. Because I'm thinking of our house in Web City, and we you had put lights in the yard, and they yeah, got I remember buried. Snow. And I remember some snow. Oh, they got buried? How fun. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, so we're... like the snow would light up when they would come on because he had them on a timer. Oh, how cool is that? And so then the snow would light up colored little lights. And then someone stole my lights. No way. Which I do not understand. Somebody stole. Sorry to put a downer on that story, but it happened. Well, I guess well, because we just thought they were buried under the snow. At one point, like we could no longer see them. Oh. So we thought, <laughs> oh, you know, they're under there. As soon as the snow melts, we'll find them. And nope, the snow melted, and the stakes were there that held them, but the lights were gone. Wow. I guess somebody wanted some more Christmas cheer and not. Apparently. Yeah, I guess. Oh, people don't steal lights. If you want lights, go to Walmart. Well, don't be a thief at Christmas either. I mean, don't be a thief ever, but Christmas, come on, people. I know. Totally ruined somebody's Christmas. Somebody worked hard to buy stuff and worked hard to bury lights under snow. Right? (laughs) I know. Okay, well, this is our Christmas podcast tradition. I've got a list of 10 questions. This is questions, uh, trivia questions. Uh, Corey and Shira have not heard these. So I want to see if you all can get that. Now, don't look them up. You got your devices over there. You're going to like look them up. And I hope I don't step on any of Shara's. Not that fast. Well, <laughs> any of Shara's uh, fun facts. She's got fun facts later. So <clears throat> if you've listened to the podcast last year, you would have heard these. But I did the podcast last year with Marilyn, so these are new for Corey and Shara. Okay, are you ready? 
Ready. Okay. So, question one. In the early 1800s, the first gingerbread houses were reportedly inspired by what famous fairy tale? Uh, Hansel, Hansel and Gretel. And Gretel. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ding, 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 like ding, 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 ding. shot in the dark there. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I got to give you a ding. Okay. <clears throat> so, question two. What well-known Christmas carol became the first song ever broadcast from space in 1965? Has to be joy to the world. Why does it have to be? Because it's the world. Oh wait, nope. It's something about Earth. Uh, no. I don't know. Okay. Jingle bells. It was jingle bells. <laughs> right after the buzzer. See, I would have been more creative. I would have been taking a guess there. <laughs> I would have been more creative with that jingle bells. Yeah. I think jingle they just bells. played a song. I don't think yeah, they probably just thought into it. <laughs> okay, Corey. Corey will know this one. Okay, what mm. parade? was first held on January 1st, 1886. Um, St. Patrick's Day Parade? No, I don't know. It, it wasn't Macy's, was it? Because it was a Christmas nope. parade. Any I mean, thoughts, Shara? So, the, Ro- the Rose Parade? Close. I, sorry to say, I mean, I would want to guess the Rose Parade. but Well, Tournament of Roses, is that the Rose Parade? Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay, well, we'll, we'll say that, so... Ding. I don't we'll think it's it. happening this year. <laughs> but, I mean, that's when it no. is. It's still on New Year's. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, New Year's Day. I okay. doubt they'll have one this year. Who first recorded Here Comes Santa Claus? Uh, I don't know. Bean Crosby. <laughs> Close. Gene Autry. Okay. Gene oh, Autry first. I day. wouldn't have thought that. <laughs> okay. So, what country started the tradition of exchanging gifts? England? I think I've read something and it was like Germany or Scotland or somewhere. No. I'll give you a buzzer. No, it was Italy. The Romans started that. I did not know that. Okay, here's an easy one. What is the most popular tree topper? An angel. Ding! You got it. It is I was like, can, I was a toss-up. I was like, should I say star or angel? <laughs> That's right. Okay. In what country did the Christmas tree traditions, a tradition begin? In what country did the Christmas tree tradition begin? I just read this in my facts last week, and I don't remember. Oh. Oh, oh you said it in your fun facts. Well, it was something about where the first Christmas tree came about, and I don't. You just said it on the uh, last last question. You said it. Germany. Germany. Yeah. So, okay, I'll give you that one. Okay, multiple choice. There's only three left, so multiple choice. In what year did Rockefeller Center start putting up its famous Christmas tree? Was it A, oh. A 1955, B, 1933, C, 1997, or D, 1945? 45. 45. That was one of my facts last week, too. I just literally did a fact, and I don't remember. <laughs> Corey, Corey's looking it up. No, it's 33. Oh, uh, 33. Okay. I didn't think it was that old. Okay. Multiple choice. Two left. Multiple choice. In what year did Hallmark introduce the first manufactured Christmas cards? Was it 1953, 1843, 1898, 
1915? I don't know I'll how long Hallmark's been around. 1915. That would be my guess. Ding! That's right. Yay. 1915. All right. So, last question. Corey should know this one, too. In what year did Santa's travels start being tracked by NORAD, NORAD, which is the North American Aerospace Defense Command? Was it 1978, 2000, 1960, or 1955? I want to guess it was in the 70s. Nope. I remember it being there when I was little. So I thought it was later. No? You give? Because I, I didn't know about it until the internet popped up, so I couldn't... Well, remember. I remember watching it on the news when I was little. How about 55? 55. Whoops. You got it. 55. <laughs> like, you don't remember watching... Like, the, we'd watch the 10 o'clock news yeah. the night before Christmas, and yeah. the weatherman would always show... He'd always plot... Santa's, I mean, he'd always tell when he's going to be. We coming used to over have that technology. Randy and I did that one year. We, we did I remember my mom and dad like we did live cut ins. It would show like <laughs> when he was getting we close showed to where Santa was. It was fun. Yeah, you were in your closet in Miami. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> you were trying to tell me how to do. It's like I don't know what I'm doing, and it worked. I mean, it worked great, but. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, I think it's time to take a little break, and then we'll come back uh, shortly with Shara's Fun Fact, because she's got to get ready and uh, go to work again. So, uh, And then we'll talk about our, our weather school. We're not going to do a weather school. We're going to do weather myths and facts, just to see what you know, what's true, and what's not. So we'll be back shortly. And we are back after a little stretch break. I uh, hope you all enjoyed the sleigh bells. little Christmassy going on here. Uh, so we know Shara has to go to work, so we're going to get to her segment now. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It is Shara's Fun Facts, and I hope you got a bunch, and I hope we didn't step on any of your fun facts earlier. <laughs> you didn't. They were like ones from last week, so. Oh, good. Okay, we're good then. Okay, so what you got this week? Okay, so and since you said something about the Rockefeller Christmas tree, and everybody thinks that's the largest Christmas tree ever, but the tallest Christmas tree ever displayed was actually in Seattle, Washington. Ooh. And it measured 221 feet tall. No. Oh, my I God. I have no idea what year that was, but... That's huge. Okay. <laughs> wow. Christmas lights, since we were talking about our lights being stolen out of our yard. Uh-huh. Christmas lights were so expensive that they used to be rented rather than sold. So, an electrically lit tree was a status symbol in the early 1900s. Ooh, okay. Didn't they like actually just put candles in their tree to light them up? Like Free electricity, yeah. Yeah, like back in the 1800s Lots of or tree something. fires back then. Yeah, they didn't know what they were doing. Interesting. So, okay. Yeah, if you had if you had a so now, you know, we had a we have an electric tree. Like if you had a pre-lit tree, whoo, you were rolling in. We were living high on the hog. High and mighty back then. Wow. Got LED, okay. twinkling LEDs, color changing. It's amazing. Color changing? All oh, right. that's a different level of, 
This isn't this isn't a very festive thought, but just for all of you <laughs> having Christmas dinners and things, keep this in mind. More than four hundred thousand illnesses are caused every year by spoiled Christmas leftovers. Ooh. Can't leave your food out that long. Don't leave your food out all day and really then keep eating long it. At all. It'll say wow. that's very nursey. I like it. Four hundred thousand illnesses every year. That's crazy. Oh. Okay. The word Mary in Merry Christmas was not always accepted because being merry used to signify slightly intoxicated. Ah. So, okay. So, it, so what they say is you have a very Merry Christmas. Very Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> they even wrote a song about it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, and I mean, this one kind of plays into that, you know, like a lot of people that don't like to say, and I mean, I grew up this way where people don't want to say Xmas because mm-hmm. they're thinking that's taking the Christ out of Christmas when the abbreviation X in Xmas was not, it actually stands for Chi, meaning Christ in the Greek alphabet. There you go. So the X actually was, yeah. Yeah, I, I have heard that so much. They say, you're Xing out Christ. In Christ. Well, no. Now it makes total sense. Yeah. It doesn't. That's where it began. That's how people started doing it. They weren't trying to shorten it. It was just, that was the Greek Gee. alphabet. Nice. Okay. Make sure I got them all here. Okay. One last one. So everybody knows the song, The 12 Days of Christmas. Have you ever looked up what it would cost you to buy all of those things? I think I think I looked this up years ago, but I can't remember at all. So I think I did too. I mean, like I just looked up the swans alone was <clears throat> the seven swans of swimming was going to be like over seven thousand dollars. Swans are expensive. But did you check Amazon Prime? We're members now, right? So you just know, go down to Taney Como and swipe a few. They're free. Wait, never mind. Brace yourself. Not, no, there's plenty of geese down there. No, I've never seen no, a swan. swan. <laughs> Buying all the gifts in the classic holiday carol, The Twelve Days of Christmas, will set you back in 2019, uh, $170,298.03. That was according to 2019 Christmas Price Index. Interesting. Well, if they quit buying booze for those 12 drummers drumming, it would go down considerably. You would think. They said it goes up about $70 every year. Despite the stock market hitting record highs recently, it is a welcome gift for the holidays that PNC Christmas price index. Yeah, anyway. You so, can't have 12 drummers drumming these days. Oh, that's right. It's above the 10 limit. So yeah. we're the 10. Ow. Well, or your 11 pipers piping. Well, let's The drummers see. could wear masks, but the 11 Pipers pipers could, piping could not wear masks. No, so. they couldn't. But, you know, they, 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 you, that extra piper piping could, like, go help out with the five golden rings. Sure. And then you okay. could actually have two sets. Or he could help those maids of milking or something, you know. Yeah. But, but see, the drum, with drum corps, all you got to do is choreograph them six and six. You'd have stereo drumming. There you go. You get out. So, basically... Up until like maybe next year or the year after, for two hundred grand, you could get the you whole could thing. Have the whole thing. Oh, I love whole it. Kitten caboodle. I love it. You know, I'm going to invest in that. Yeah, and see, yeah, Corey, check out if Amazon Prime's got a little. Uh, yeah. Got, well, hey, we could save money because just all of us would be 
Well, we've had one, two, three, four. That'd be five drummers. We would be five of the drummers. So hey, we would get a discount. Okay. We can. Ooh. There's five of us drummers in our family, so. Okay. Sure. We wouldn't need to buy twelve. And, and since we're in the same family, you know. Oh, that, that's right. You just need to find a large family. You can have as many drummers as you want if it's in the same family. That's true. See, we're okay. coming up with all sorts we're of fun way, things now. We're way too much thought into this. Uh, yeah. Well, it is It is the Christmas podcast, so we had to think about that. <laughs> well, good. So that's all the fun facts you got for Christmas now? That's all I got. Okay. Well, I think we're going to get to the quasi-weather school now. I think you guys got the weather myths and weather facts. Uh, we're not going to read all of them, but I'm going to pick out a few, and you guys can pick out a few. And uh, we will go from there. Some of these I, I figured I knew, and some of them were like, huh, that's kind of cool. So I'll start. I'll start with we're one. Gonna, what? Wh- which one are you going to start with? You, which one? Facts or myth? Is that what you're asking? Which, myth, which fact are you going to start with? Oh, you want me to start with fact? I was going to start with myth. Uh, okay. Well, I was going to say mm-hmm. the first fact on our list. Uh-huh. We're going to skip that one because Aren't I have some. Are you supposed to say what it is? I have supposed some, to tell you if it's a myth or a I fact? have some breaking news no, uh-oh. regarding uh-oh, the breaking first news. fact on the list. Dini, so we're going to bring dini, that up dini, a little dini, later. Dini. Okay. Well, okay. Okay. Now hold up. But aren't you supposed to let us figure out if it's a fact or a myth? No, we're just going to say you're them. you're just going to flat out tell, well, that's no fun. Oh, okay. Well, share it. Well, don't look. And we'll, we'll, we'll see if share Don't look. Can... And I'm going to see if I can figure out which are facts and which okay. are myths. All right. All right. So, so Corey. Uh... Okay, you start. Um, now, this is for Cher. She's going to figure it out. Fact or myth. Salt melts ice. Myth or a fact? Yes, it's a fact. But I want to say there's like something. You can't just go pull a table salt out there. Well, you would be wrong. Wrong. It does. You put salt out there and it melts the ice. Salt, it lowers the freezing point of water. Whatever. It still melts it. You know. It still dissolves (laughs) the ice. Is salt a miracle substance? Because it'll also speed up your boiling, will it not? I mean, Yes. It makes it steam. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it lowers lowers the the freezing and the boiling point. Wow! I used I to have some sense. hot rollers when I was a teenager, and you put hot water in a canister and then plugged them in. But if you didn't add the salt, they would never. Most hot rollers were that way. If there was no salt in there, they wouldn't steam. They wouldn't get hot. That's I never heard of that before. Wow. Okay, here I got one for Shara. Okay, you shouldn't exercise outside when it's really cold. Myth or fact? I want to say fact. I don't know why. No, there have been studies at negative 30 degrees centigrade in labs where they've measured the temperature deep down in the lungs. And even those conditions, the body will warm the air. So now you can dazzle your friends at work. (laughs) <laughs> but you might get frostbite. I mean, that's yeah, what I'm thinking. Like, I'm thinking of all the other issues that could happen from being out in the extreme right. cold. But it will make your lungs feel like they're burning when you're breathing in that bitter cold air. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Okay, Corey, your turn. Uh, drinking alcoholic beverages will warm your body temperature. I'm trying to. I don't think it actually warms your body. I mean, it does make you feel warm and flush, but I don't. 
Does it actually warm your body temperature? So, myth or fact? Mm, myth. Yep. Ding, ding, ding. It's a myth. Alcohol constricts blood vessels and minimizes uh, blood flow to your skin. It actually reduces your body's ability to warm up. Hmm. It's weird because it makes you feel warm. It makes you feel hot and flushed. True. Okay. Here's one. Fact or myth? Snow is a mineral. I remember this one from last time. Mm-hmm. I want to say yes. Ding! That's right. Because According to the National Snow and Ice Data Center, snow is a mineral because it is a naturally occurring solid, inorganically formed, and has a definite chemical composition. Yay, I got one right finally. You got two. No, you got the other. You got the alcohol one right too. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, Corey. Um, a single snowstorm can drop. Big word. 15 million tons of snow. Yes. Because yes. snow is heavy. Okay, can a single snowstorm drop 30 million tons of snow? Sure. A single snowstorm, that's a fact, a single snowstorm can drop 39 million tons of snow. Yeah, I totally believe that. The wetter, the heavier, I'm guessing. Like the snow we had the other week was like so heavy. Yeah, very dense. It was hard to roll snowmen because it weighed so much. Okay, here's one. Use hot water to de-ice your windshield. Myth or fact? You should use hot water to de-ice your windshield. Um, that would be a myth. would make your windshield crack, wouldn't it? That's right. Hot water on an icy windshield could possibly crack the windshield. Use a solution of two parts rubbing alcohol and one part water in a spray bottle to quickly de-ice the windshield. Didn't you try something like that? I remember you made, you made something, or was mm-hmm. it... Was it a bug spray? You've done something that was home a home remedy type thing. So I could carry a spray yeah. bottle of that mixture in my car yes. and just spray it on my windshield and it would yes. de-ice it pretty quickly. Yep. Yep. You need That's to make what me they some say. of that. You need to make me some of that, Corey, so I can keep it in the car. Oh, yeah. And yeah, no, I've, I've made a variety of things. The, the, the big one was for my mom is that bug uh, mosquito repellent, which is yeah. the salt and stuff, which turned out to be bleh. Uh, so we don't do that anymore. She just lets the mosquitoes... Have at it. <laughs> okay. Allergies aren't as bad in the winter. Ooh. Well, there's different allergens in the winter, but I would want to say no, they're not because the cold makes them. Freeze. Well, in some cases, they're worse, so that's a myth. But I was saying, but there's other allergens that come out in the winter. Indoor well, allergens right. from pets and dust mites. Oh, I'm thinking outdoors. But are more of a problem during the winter months. Why? Why? You may ask. Why? Because they don't go outside as much. They stay in and. Yeah. And you got your heat going, so. The windows are closed. You're not so. airing out your house as much. Very good. Yes. Okay, this is an easy one. I think we all know this. Okay, well, no, I'll, that's easy. I'll, let me go to another. Here's another one. Cold weather means more migraines. I will buy that one because it constricts your vessels. It's a myth. What? Research shows that most common weather factors that affect migraines are humidity and barometric pressure. 
I mean, I get Not that, but I would think cold too because I mean it will constrict everything, which yeah. will make you. I have think a it's going now, outside and breathing. Would a cold. migraine be more likely caused by a low pressure system? That I don't know. The only thing I know when is it's, the, when it's what? super cold outside in the winter, we're usually under high pressure. So that's true. That is true. So. I just know that like the bone aches and stuff when people say, right. "Oh, it's going to rain." That's not from pressure it's from pressure change so usually Correct. the pressure so people are probably the the barometric pressure according to our station was 2953 or 2955 which is low but now it's rising pretty quickly so it keeps going up once it gets to uh 30 inches even that whole rise section of the barometric pressure that's probably what's going to make your your bones ache so that's what they do okay Ooh, is it my turn or your turn yeah okay i think so With myth or fact, it's it can be too cold to snow. My mom always used to say that. <laughs> My dad would say that too. So I it, don't. I don't think so. But I'm gonna go with right. a. That's a myth. That is a myth. <clears throat> snow can occur at any temperature. They're I just, mean, you think of the Arctic and stuff. I mean. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I've had this in a weather school, uh, you know, kind of snow at 40 or, or I don't know. We had weather school the other day. No, basically what happens is usually when it's too cold, like you just said, Corey, high pressure brings the coldest weather. Well, high pressure doesn't, you know, usually have any precipitation, but snow can form at any temperature as long as there's some moisture in the air. Right. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> there you go. I love and the it. the fact that it's. People say, "Oh, it's too cold for to snow." It'll be, even mean? it'll be ice instead. Right. Oh, well, that's, that's totally a different thing different because thing. ice usually means and it's warmer upstairs and then freezes when it gets down here. Yeah, because you know? so, it falls as rain and right. So okay. it's okay. just yeah. All right. So one more. You got one more. I'll got one more. Go ahead. Me. Okay. Myth or fact: Snow falls at one to six feet per second. I mean, that depends on the... That's a big range. I, I know. <laughs> I mean, it depends on, like, diff- snows are different ranges. Depends on how... Well, how, sure, of course, how big it is. snowing. Let's say an average snow. An average snow falls when it falls from one to six feet per second. Feet per I don't know. I mean, probably, but that sounds like a lot. So you think it's a... Uh, well, when it's snowing hard, there's effect. big old flakes. I can see that. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> myth or a fact? I feel so like it's a myth. Okay. It's a fact, actually. At least in the case of snowflakes with broad structures, which act as parachutes, snow that falls in the form of pellet-like grapple travels to Earth at a much faster rate. So that was a little misleading. I think I was, re- I think I was hearing it wrong. I was thinking of like how feet that would be built up. I don't think I was thinking of how the fast it was flakes. falling. No, at the okay. rate. I wasn't, okay, I wasn't thinking of the rate it was falling. I was thinking of how fast it was gathering on the ground, and I'm like, oh, that didn't make sense. Even, like, sometimes <laughs> it doesn't even cover the snow. What do you mean? Like, that would be quite a snowstorm. I was going to say, man, that would be one six six feet per <laughs> second. I know. I was Whoa. like, what? I was like, that cannot be true. I wasn't thinking rate. We have we have a snow, a two-minute snow is going to, like, bury us. <laughs> I know. <laughs> 
I was like, what are you guys talking about? There's no way it can be that much. Oh, okay. Uh, anyway, you got what well, last one, Corey? Or uh, let's see here. Okay. I'm going on like three hours of sleep here, so cut me some slack too. That's why it's fun. <laughs> it never snows in Florida. That is not true. That's a myth. It does snow. It can snow in Florida. Yeah. Didn't they just recently get a snow? Uh, they probably did. Well, the iguanas they get s- cold. I want to say in the <laughs> last. Do. I want to say in the last day or two they got snow in Florida. Well, I don't think so. Not in the last day or two. You're talking, we're talking, I, we did talk about Hawaii in the past day or two, and they were no. under a yeah. winter weather advisory in Hawaii. About, I was reading something about Florida. Well, yeah. Then, well, it, it can snow in every any sure. state, every state. Good. Hey, we, we you got most of them right, Shara. Hey. Yeah. I mean, there's more, but yeah, this is the fun part. We don't want to grill you too hard because you have to go to work and work and take care of patients, so we don't want to use all your brain power. <laughs> Although, it's time for the last segment. So you got that up? Let's do it. It's the weather word of the week. And it's time for the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week. I picked this one because for several reasons. I just thought because it's our Christmas podcast, can it be, you know, Christmassy, wintry? What would the best word be? So have you found it yet? I'm having trouble finding it. <laughs> okay, well, well, I'll keep talking until you, until you find it. Where's the weather word of the week So It's at the bottom. I thought it would be fluffy right and be good yeah. for the Christmas podcast. And uh, I sent her so much information, she couldn't find it. Well, it's you sent not... it to me first. <laughs> Corey texts all the stuff I they sent. I do not have one. Yeah, yeah, it's right down there. Oh, no. good, you sent me ten pages. <laughs> okay. She hasn't been up very long. That's this is true. Morning. That's true. He woke me up right before this. Okay. Oh, okay. This is hard. This is. I don't know. If I don't know if I can one. do this one. Okay. Gosh, yeah, I mean, it is hard, but I thought it would be good for the podcast. It's early, so. and I haven't had much sleep. And you're going to throw this word at me? Yeah, I know. All Sorry. Right, I'm going to give it my best shot. Okay. Frosty. It is frosty. So, in this sense, what does frosty mean? Frosty is a cold word for a cold season. It evokes images of fuzzy frost frozen on your car's windshield, waiting to be scraped off. In pulp culture, the word appears in iconic personifications of the season, like the sprightly Jack Frost, a derivative of Old Man Winter, and every child's jolly best friend, Frosty the Snowman. There you go. Not bad for... I'm going with a myth on that one. What? Oh, no, wait. (laughs) No, wait. We're not on the myths anymore. (laughs) No. And you should have seen, I was trying to look for... So is there actually a technical term for Frosty? Is there something that's actually a weather term, or is it just something we used to describe? Well, Frosty is... is a weather word. Yeah, we used to describe Frost. Storm and stormy. Yeah. Frost and Frosty. Snowy, cloudy. What is actual Frost? Tornado, tornado-y. You know, there's all kinds of different types of frost too. <laughs> tornado, tornado. <laughs> oh, that's true. I I think I did a weather school on frost. Yeah, yeah. and there, yeah, also black frost, hoar frost, H O A R. Yeah, it's a biggie. There's it's rhyme that stuff. I get to scrape off my windshield every morning. Uh, almost. I would you should say park that. in the garage. I know. I got to figure out how to get there. Well, but if Corey's t- dropping you off, then 
Well, right. I won't have to worry about it today. You have to worry. You get, you get front door service. I can get into a warm car in the morning right at the front door. Woo-hoo! There, yeah, and you're, yeah, and you're gonna need it because it's gonna be cold. I'm so glad because, yeah, I hate walking out when it's so cold and my car is like it just feels frozen, like it almost doesn't even want to drive. Well, I go tomorrow afternoon to do the delivery to my kind of grandson and my stepdaughter Megan. I got little thing. I'll, I'll tell you what they are in case they're listening. I'm, I won't tell you on the podcast, but yeah, delivery uh, gets her the pie. I'm going to make the cookies and rolls and stuff, and then come back. But then on Christmas Day, I'm going to see my mother, and it's going to be cold. So it's going to be fun. So Christmas, you're you're off. You're off Christmas Day. I'm, after tonight, I'm off until Monday. Awesome. Uh-oh, I hear somebody Our in the children background. children are getting tired of being locked out. Oh, all I can hear is the word Oreo. I don't know. Oreo? Well, or it could be Tyler. Aria. I think oh, it's that Oreo. Oreo and Aria sound alike. <laughs> the three Our friend Judy has a cat named Oreo. <laughs> he was saying Aureo the other day. He goes, I need an Aureo. Aureo. Oh, that's like a dialect, I think. Well, anyway, I said I had some breaking news about oh, a fact yeah. that it was actually about... Uh, snowflake and this is brand new information about snowflakes that have, was just published but now i'm looking at the article and it's from 2014 so you know it's not so uh, breaking after all breaking news oh seven years ago yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but yeah i don't remember talking about it okay so what did uh, you find out all s- snowflakes you know those things that fall from the sky uh-huh. during winter months at the rate of one to six feet all per of second. them fall <laughs> You know, you, you hear about the, the 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 is it a fact or a myth that no two snowflakes are alike? I think that's a myth because there's too many snowflakes for them not to be. There's millions of them, right? Well, uh, millions in a square inch. And one, yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, here the fact of the matter is, snowflakes all fall in one of only. 35 different shapes. No way. So it kind of narrows it down. You can There's a chart and everything. You can pick. Uh, there's 35 snowflakes, and each snowflake is one of those types of snowflakes. And this is from the Smithsonian Magazine. Okay. So I think they're pretty reliable at the Smithsonian, right? Yeah, I, I would say so. I would hope so. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. There's a chart. There's a big old chart. We should download it and put it on the site, maybe. Okay. I think that would be a good thing. Save it. Sometimes it's, you save uh, things classifications and then they disappear. And, sh- and shapes. I just saved it. Okay, good. But uh, I thought that was interesting. You know, there's a uh, 39 different categories. Of course, those categories are broken down into subtypes. It gets kind of cool to read about it, but. 30 different types of flakes. And they made a cool graphic with all the different types of flakes all morphed into one. Oh, so that'd it looks cool. kind of cool. Yeah, okay. They kind of laid it on top of each other. You That's know, at smithsonian.com. Actually, save that. And then next time it snows, yeah. say, go outside and look to all these snowflakes, and then we'll have a contest. People can go. Just saved it. it. Just saved it. Awesome. I thought, I thought it was pretty cool. Hey, did you hear this week there was a series of earthquakes in wichita kansas i saw one was there a whole bunch it, more 
There was the largest was only like three point five or something, and that's pretty know, good. They don't, they don't really do any damage till they get into the fours, but you know it was being uh, it was al- alarming people. Of course, there over there, there's a bunch of fracking over there in Oklahoma. Ah. You, you used to hear about Oklahoma earthquakes a lot and Kansas earthquakes a lot. You don't hear about them as much anymore because I think people are are used to them now. Mm-hmm. But they still they still happen, so. And let's see what else I found on here real fast. I found where I lost it now. I had one other thing here. Yeah. Oh yeah, there was a uh, this day in weather history and it was two days ago, three days ago. <coughs> in yeah. Potosi, Missouri. Potosi is. Yeah. Do you know where that is? That yeah. by St. Louis? It's up north uh, kinda. It's up north, yeah. This day, or this week in 1967, they had an early morning long track tornado that produced a nearly 30-mile damage path across eastern Missouri. Oh, wow. With an intensity between 207 and 260 miles per hour to to rank it as an F4. It would have been an F4. They don't think they had had that in 67. That's pretty powerful. For December, that's huge. Wow. It did cause three fatalities, which you'd think it would cause more than that back then in, you know, December. Fifty two injuries right right through Potosi, Missouri. Yeah, and no radar. Sixty seven. Interesting. I thought that was pretty cool. And I think that's about all I had. I just remembered something. Our buddy Stuart Langer up in North Pole, Alaska, sent us something some statistics on the national weather service the winter solstice now this was monday listed listed a whole bunch of towns and cities and how much daylight they had on monday now i'm going to start with nome n-o-m-e nome alaska on monday had three minutes and 55 seconds of daylight wow (laughs) Fairbanks had three minutes, 42 seconds of daylight. Uh, uh, Kotzebue, I think, K-O-T-Z-E-B-U-E, had one minute, 41 seconds. And our old town we love, Utkiagvik, take a wild guess of how much daylight they had on Monday. Going to go with zero. They had zero daylight. Now, that's... Well, we decide that's Barrow, Alaska, the top northern part of there. But they had like almost three minutes of civil twilight. You know, that's kind of where you see the sun is actually set, but you kind of see the, still the effects of that. Uh, yeah, yeah. And Tanana, t- t- Tanana, I guess, Alaska had three three minutes and twenty eight seconds of daylight. So basically, yeah, the 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 Earth is tilted totally away from the sun at this point. And now the days are getting longer. About what? time. Yeah. So we're, we're way past 5 o'clock sunset time now, right? Like uh, like 5.02 or something? Let's see. <laughs> what time is sunset? 5.02. You are correct. Hey, they don't call me Stormdar Weather for nothing. We got down to 4.56 <laughs> two or three weeks ago, and it's kind of been going up from there. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, wow. have you heard uh, what? 
totally not. I gotta go get ready for work. Totally not weather sure, related. Sure has to get ready. It's almost four thirty. Have you heard what we McDonald's were, is doing? We were ending after do, the do you eat McDonald's very often? Maybe we we used not to. anymore. We no, anymore. we really don't. I used to, but no. We get not. the kids a Happy Meal once in a while, but we don't ever eat there. Well, that's happy. Yeah. So what's up? Well, McDonald's has released a new sandwich. Now this is only at their Chinese stores. They're they're testing it in China before releasing it to the to the rest of the world. This burger consists of uh, a sesame seed bun, spam, Ew. Oreo crumbles, Ew. mayo, and that's it. That cannot be real. That's disgusting. That's I have a gross. picture. Oh, it's a sesame seed bun with mayonnaise. Spam and Oreos together. Oreo crumbles and mayonnaise. Spam. That's disgusting. Spam, spam and mayonnaise. I get. I don't want, right, but I but get. Where's the Oreos? And no. this is from McDonald's. They like it different in China. Apparently, I don't know. Oh, I figured they'd put fried eel. On I wish there, there too. was like a punchline to this, but that, <laughs> it's the truth. I don't have anything. Oh, nothing to do with weather, but I wanted to put that out there. Maybe we could, maybe we could uh, put one of those together over Christmas break and and actually feed it to our kids. I was going to say, and be serious as as we can and say that this is this is dinner tonight and see what what their reactions would be. Yeah, Garen and Grayson especially. Yeah. Yeah. Grayson will eat anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about this. He's I a growing boy. Hand him it looks like I didn't even ask what I'm eating. I'll be eating something and I'll be full, and I'll be like, "Here, I'm full. Do you want this?" And he'll take it and start eating it. He now, doesn't even know what it is. Now, do you spam. eat spam out of the can, or is it you have to cook? Used it? to. No, I no, mean, you can, you can, but I have to cook it. I've. Oh well, no, this I looks like it's fried spam on this picture. So yeah, no. I'd do that out there. I thought it was funny. Well, it's my favorite line from Monty Python. I don't like spam. <laughs> <laughs> Not a fan of it myself. No, I think that's Monty Python. We're gonna have a bunch bunch of people write in. Spam a lot. Yeah. So is that Monty Python? Sir Spam a lot. Seems like it. <laughs> I haven't seen Monty Python in years. Oh I god, we're going off the rails. We now, used so. to set and quote everything. Like in high school, we could everything had a quote from the movie. Anything oh yeah. You said to, anything you said to us, we would have a comeback from <laughs> Monty Python. Not me. Oh. Well, then you were no fun. I was more of an airplane type of guy. I That's still, me. Is it Monty? Is it Monty Python that? Because I still say this when people will ask where something is. When I'll say, "Follow me, I know the way." I don't even remember. I don't. What I, don't I don't. I don't know. No. Any I still line. Say that one. Any line from Airplane, I got. You know, especially when they Surely say you can't be serious. Roger, yeah. Roger. <laughs> Roger, 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 Roger. Over, over, <laughs> over, 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 under. <laughs> I think we're going off the rails now. Well, this is yeah, this is a weather podcast. We didn't do a lot. Of, we did some weather on here, but this is our Christmas pod, and uh, yeah, we've been going a while. Sherry, you're never going to get to work. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to be ready. I'm going to be late. Okay. Well, we. I tell you what. Why don't we wrap this up? Because I'll need to mix it and everything. Do you guys got any other wishes? Anything else to add to our wonderful Christmas pod? We are done. Yes, and you're going to be rapping, and actually, you're going to go We're to work. Be, I'm going to go to work, and then we'll be rapping tomorrow. Why don't you just we'll rap to, at work? Maybe we'll listen to Hamilton and rap while we rap. There you Oh, wow. there we go. You oh, went there, didn't you? I went there. Oh, dear. Just wait till the sound effects. Um, there we go. <laughs> okay, well, we hope everyone has a very, very Merry Christmas. 
Kwanzaa, holiday, whatever you are celebrating this time of year, from all of us at Storm Door Weather. And uh, we, we'll talk about next week. I don't know. If, I guess I'm going to be here. We're going to do our New Year's Eve pod. So we'll talk about that. So, so if you guys don't have anything else, I think it's time to wrap this thing up. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather, like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. Podcast.